Welcome to a brand new MMA Rod, uh, Rodcast. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. I got roasted in podcast confused. Right out of the gate. Uh, right out of the gate. Um, <laughs> going to be a great show. We got we got the crew back. We got Don Fry calling in. Uh, we got McCorkle. We got the Greg Romero Wilson. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Um, I'm excited about this. Just been a crazy week, man. I was so happy. I did a live outdoor show last week. Um, it was in Arizona. It was like me, Jamie Kennedy, Bill Dawes, Ahmed Ahmed, uh, Jonathan Kite from Two Broke Girls. Um, who else was on? It was like, it was a Katie Cruz. I saw that. And it was, that was in an outdoor show? Yeah, it was an outdoor show. Um, and it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. But they, they, you know, it was one of those things. They gave us no restrictions. They didn't say, hey, you got to be clean, blah, 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 which was great. But it started at 6 o'clock. Uh, and, oh and it's a huge, like... It was a huge field, like 400 people showed up, but there was like, like a huge playground next door. All these kids were playing. So the first comic goes oh, up. Oh, man. First comic goes up and goes, who's in the masturbating, right? And everyone's like, woo! And he's like, great, so I'm gonna jerk off all over the crowd, right? So everyone starts laughing, but the playground clears out. Like, he got <laughs> I was like, uh, good, I'm glad, I'm glad. It's better than looking to see 100 kids against the fence, like, go on. I was like, bro, you walked the playground. Um, and it was, uh, and then it was like followed by blowjob jokes, which is great. I, like, as a comic, I love it when an opener is dirty, not too dirty where it's like, just, you know, everyone's just like covered in jizz, which literally was what would happened if that joke came to life. But it was like, great. So now you, I'm not going to get me, I'm not going to get the complaint for being dirty, you know? Right. He's, and he's opening it that way. So, I mean, you know, so, they're definitely all focused on that. After that, who's to blame, you know? It's like, right. So they were all laughing. Uh, they were, they were, they were all laughing. Uh, and the crowd were great, but it was just like, whoa. So that was cool. And then um, it was fun. Cause I, I, me and Jamie Kennedy, like I know Jamie for years. We've done a couple business deals together, and they haven't gone well. Let me just say that. Like we just like I, he was into kamikaze comedy, and then I went to pitch. I sold kamikaze to a network. The network called me up, and they're like, "Uh, we just got pitched a show. We just bought it from you." And he didn't have the rights to sell it at that time. And I was like, "What?" Oh, whoops! But he. And then it was nothing else where we did Because generally, though, generally, though, Jamie's a great guy. I mean, really nice. Not like an uppity, oh, I'm a celeb. Remember? He doesn't act celeb at all. I love Jamie. I, I love Jamie as a person. But as a business yeah. guy, like, because he was like, yo, bro, why don't we sell that show together? I'm like, because uh, you ripped me off three times. He's like, what? And it, <laughs> that was like, that was backstage. But we talked it out. And uh, I'm going to go on his podcast. And it, we, we, we had a big laugh. Um, which was cool. Uh, how was your weekend? It was good, you know. I, I mean, the, the wife and I, we've been looking at new places ourselves. 
And so we went in, but we've, I mean, just bigger, better apartments. That's all. We aren't ready to buy just yet. So uh, actually the original plan was to buy and then the pandemic hit and all the interest rates dropped, but I had no provable income. So, uh, uh. <laughs> so we weren't able to get, so we weren't able to move forward with it. So now we're just like, well, maybe we'll just get a new apartment or so. So we've been looking at stuff. I don't know. But honestly, here's what happened. Like she's looking at places online and I told her, I was like, listen, whether we really like it or not, schedule a viewing anyway, just to get out of the house. Yeah. So we literally go on these viewings because we have, there's no pressure. We don't have to leave. I mean, we would like to, but we don't have to. So there's no like, okay, we got to take a place. So because of that, we literally, we've gone, I think we've seen 30 places by now, 30 apartments, because we're just, because we don't really have to, and it's something to do. So we go, we look at the apartment, I make jokes about it the whole time, like, okay, so does the half a roll of toilet paper come with the apartment, or do the clean guys take that ah. with them? Shit like that. One place had like an old uh, satellite dish, like direct TV dish, like under the cubby space. I'm like, okay, but we do get to keep the dish, right? The dish is ours. We rent the place. We keep the dish. So I'm, I'm totally like making jokes all the time during these tours because it's the one thing that we do. It's the only time we leave the house. So yeah, that's well, that's basically what we're up to. I got I got banned from looking at houses because I was making too many jokes like that. Uh, yeah, so. I could totally see your wife be like, you know what? I'll do it myself. I can't take the jokes. So we just bought a house, McCorkle. You're you're you got new Wi-Fi. Yeah, how's it looking? I know I'm looking good. But oh my the, uh, god. Is it, it looks great. On time, no delay, no anything? No, it looks great. It looks fantastic, dude. That's Elon Musk, but he's got a Starlink. He's launching an internet service provider. So uh, I signed up specifically for this podcast. I signed up to be a uh, tester of it, and it's uh, working great. It's actually creepy. You plug it in, and the satellite just starts moving around on its own to all different angles, calibrating itself, and then points the direction of the satellite. So... Yeah, that's uh, that's what we need to get Don, man. We need to get Don some Starlink. It's not that expensive. Either. Absolutely, get him to get him to sign up for that. Yeah, no, have him be one of them. That's genius because that is the problem. Is guys outside of the major urban areas, not got everyone is the only option they've had really is super slow dial up using a landline or the satellite one, which is just as bad. So this is great. Yeah. Of course, leave it to Elon Musk. That guy, what a you think what a guy. You think it's him or he's just being pitched the best ideas for people? Uh, like, I think it's like part of him or it's part that when you're that successful, everyone's comes to you with the best ideas. I, I think it's both. I can see him. I think it's also, you have an idea and you have the resources to run with it. Yeah. I think it's that. I think he thinks, Oh my God, what if we did this? And he can just tell a team of engineers, here's what I want to do. And they start working on it. And you have the money to pay them to do it. I think that's a big, I think that's the game maker right there. Right. No, hundred percent. So I went to, uh, but being outside, they remind me of like what I missed the most, something I missed the most from just being free, like having things open are throwback concerts. I used to go to those 90s. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Concerts. Those were some of the, be first of all, the best, but I think were like the R and B ones from the Fuck yeah, dude. Cause like so now you go to a concert, it starts three hours late. Like those start on time, like even like early, like, like the woman gets out of the <laughs> parking lot and starts singing. Because I want to make sure the act doesn't die before they perform. So exactly, exactly. They have to have dinner at six. They have to be home by 8.30. I mean, it's a very set schedule for these acts. There's babysitters involved and like. <laughs> so, I saw Boys and Men for $15 in Las Vegas. Uh, way back in the day, uh, and I couldn't believe like they only drew about 100 people for 1500 bucks oh, or $15 wow. a piece. I was trying to figure out who was paying them. I know the casino is, but it doesn't make any sense. 
Like nobody's showing up and it's not very expensive. It's kind of like a Brendan Schaub stand-up comedy thing. Like who's Boom. the fool throwing this money away? So. I did it. Here I did we it. go. <laughs> I actually worked on a, a cruise one time and Boys to Men was on the cruise. <laughs> It was like, awesome. and they also didn't like Brendan. <laughs> and it was one of those things where, like, they thought they were gonna sell the whole cruise, but only like thirty percent of the cruise was like there for boys to boys to men. And I ended up wandering into their Q and A by accident. It was like my first cruise ever. And the three of them are on stage, and people are asking questions. And someone's like, "When are you to come to Dallas?" And one guy was like, uh, "Look around. We ain't doing too well." Uh, <laughs> and then the next question was like, so how many kids you have? And one guy was like three, the other guy was like two, third guy was like, I like the fuck. Like I was, it was like. <laughs> it was the skinny one the that isn't the brother? Is that no, it was, like, it was the chubby one. It was the chubby, it was like, okay. one, like one or something. Or like, so, uh, but they were cool. Like I actually became a, a fan of the, of the Q and A and then the show. But I remember uh, I went to one in Long Beach. It was like 30 artists, right? It was like, uh, Bismarck and then it was a cool Modi, but but somehow like when Rex and Effects came on, like you know they have the Rump Shaker, Shake Your Rump. Mm-hmm. So they invited their only song. <laughs> they invited. I was Rick gonna Nuff- say thank you, thank you. I was like yes, you mean their hit. Yes, yeah. go on. So they invited women to come on the stage and like shake their rump, who probably had like nice rumps in '92 when like right. but, <laughs> oh my god but and like at, at this point it was just too much rump on stage it was like uh oh my it, god. Was, it was a lot of rump it was it was said just, no black man ever <laughs> so then, i don't know <laughs> so, then like for some reason like their 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 mic wasn't working like they couldn't hear themselves so they were like trying to stall you could tell they were trying to stall but like they were like yo give it up for snoop dog because he was in long beach but he wasn't even there so everyone's <laughs> Everyone was flipping around for like Snoop Dogg. And then oh like, my God. Like, give it up oh the aquarium. The aquarium. Like, they were just naming shit in Long Beach. Like, that's literally like the first show that Snoop Dogg wasn't at. <laughs> but then the next guy went on Al B. Shore, explained to everyone he couldn't hear himself. Then it was supposed to be, and Bobby Brown went on. And Bobby Brown sang the truth about Roni, but did like a 30 minute version of it. So. <laughs> People were like, he was like doing other songs in between, and people were like, "We don't give a fuck about Roni." <laughs> like, like, like ten minutes in, I didn't realize that his original song was just called Roni, but apparently there's a truth about Roni version that came out also that really tells the truth. You know what cracked me up about Boys to Men? You were talking about it, man. I would always crack up because I guess the the dark or the deep voice guys no longer with the group he the one yeah. always had a cane but he would have a cane in the videos barely walking and all of a sudden all four of them would be dancing completely out of control like the cane didn't affect <laughs> him then and then every time he would talk like if you listen to the song into the road like that girl they're describing in that is obviously a slut he's like you know baby all those times you was banging all those other dudes i didn't care you know like all those times <laughs> i caught you in bed with another man baby i just loved you it's like dang how many you're let all her dirty laundry out why do you want her so bad she's banging 40 dudes according to you like you know baby those 78 times you cheated on me i just forgave you baby i love you it's like cucks to men you know so then uh yeah dude then, oh. dude, then like i remember seeing dmx and he had he had like 17 people behind him and he was like yo these are my kids right but they weren't even <laughs> like, like one was like 50 like they weren't like totally, right. you know? and then he's like and then he starts naming them. I think he forgot some of their names. He's like, yo, my bad. Like he, and then he was, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Every parent does that. <laughs> then, then DMX put on an amazing show, but he started saying things like, he's like, yo, Bible verse, Psalm 34, eight. 
you know, blessed is the one who takes refugee in the Lord. And he's like, fuck my bitches. Like the song followed right. by the song. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> like he was the best. But then I saw Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown and Bobby was supposed to go before Keith Sweat, but he was late. The show was at nine o'clock at night, but somehow he was late. So then Keith Sweat went on and did like six hours instead. Like he just came, he wouldn't get off. So then like Bobby came on, he was like, yo, Keith Sweat did all my time. They're making me get off after like two songs. <laughs> and I'm, I'm yelling That's like, great. I'm yelling like, don't be cruel. You know, like it's his prerogative. <laughs> like, like everyone's mad about this. And I, uh, like, give us the truth about Rony. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing I felt actually bad for was a couple of them. Like next, you know that song next, baby, when you're cr-, like, they have that, uh, yeah. That back here, Dan. Wow, you're really you're dig- digging deep in the bag for this one. Okay. They were there, but like two, like th- there was three of them, and like two of them are ripped, and one of them kept their shirt his shirt on, which didn't look like when they were dancing. Like what one was like out of shape, but like I, I right, was, I it was like <laughs> the male version of Wilson Phillips. <laughs> like yeah, right, like Jesus. And then when uh yeah, when when TLC came on. Like they show what they used to look like, right? And they were just banging, like in a video. And then they came out and everyone just like immediately felt really old. You know, like they were like, fuck, we're old, you know? Uh, yeah. Cause one of them is like sick. Yeah, you know, like she's got like lupus or something. Like she's, she's just bigger. One of them's dead. You know, one of them is dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it just me or is the improved internet actually made McCorkle funnier? So then uh, one, one of them is dead. <laughs> And then, but one of them is ripped. Like one of them is just chili is like shredded. And then when they had red light special, they should have just t- took the song out because they, chili was giving lap dances to some dude in the crowd while the other one was singing next to her, you know, uh, T-Boz. And it was like, it was kind of sad, you know, cause they, you remember them all giving lap dances, you know, but it looked like it was that girl at the club who wants to leave, but her friend is like whoring it up. Right, right, but her friend is still getting off. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that group where the friend wants to leave, the other friend dies in a plane crash. That- All right, okay, we're not gonna. Oh, come on. Corkle, god damn it. You know, we end up going down with you. You realize that, yeah. don't you? Jesus. That's what. You know, here, you know, uh, you know, we went to one of those concerts. We went to the K Day. Back in the day fest, and it was headlined by Snoop Dogg, and it had like all the other guys in it, um, Warren G, yeah. all these guys, right? So it's a great concert, and we get there, and of course, like, of course, it has like 13 acts, and like you said, starts at like two in the afternoon. Okay, so we get there, and everyone's like going wild, and there's so much weed being smoked, so much weed. Okay, then Snoop Dogg comes on like four and a half, five hours later. And at this point, you know, there's a bunch of old people now that have been stoned for four hours and <laughs> everyone's asleep. <laughs> All the people, everyone in the audience. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. pass the fuck out. And then they're like, oh, Snoop's on. Yay. Snoop, Snoop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was hysterical. You, Everybody passed out. Everybody. Did you guys see Snoop talking shit to Dana White this week? No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, so Dana put a million dollars on Ben Askren uh, beating Jake Paul. Someone else could be like, it's the second time Dana's going to lose betting on Ben Askren. (laughs) 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 Um, Nailed it. So uh, Dana White is put on on Ben Askren, and Snoop's like, fuck that. I'll put two million on Jake Paul. And Jake Paul said he'll take the bet. And then Jake Paul said he wants to fight Dana too. 
Uh, Which I'm sure Dana was shaking his shoes when they said two million. Like, oh, I can't, I can't do that much, Snoop. I only have seventeen trillion dollars. But still, I don't know, man. I think that's a bad bet for Dana. I just don't. I don't. I want Ben Askren to win. I will give anything to see Ben Askren win. I just don't know if he's gonna win in boxing. The other guy's in boxing every day for the past five years. Uh, and Ben. Yeah, and-, and he's terrible at boxing. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's what it comes down. The guy could be boxing for the last five months, and he'd probably still be better than Askren. Unfortunately, I mean, just because we've seen it, we've seen that. Uh, he, he, it's the one thing he's terrible at. And Ben has had two hip replacements the past year too. That doesn't help either. Uh, just remember, I'm calling it now. Ben is going to walk through him. Really? I really believe it, man. I, I was thinking so. about it. I would, I would be, I'd be the happiest person in the world. I'd be so you got to remember, if Ben had fought a, a homeless guy and a guy that played basketball and never fought, he would look amazing standing up too. So it's easy when you're fighting homeless people to, uh, to look really good, uh, man. But I think, uh, I think Ben obviously has a chin that's amazing. You know what I mean? Or whatever. He's got cardio that's going to be amazing. I want to see how uh, I want to see how Jake does once he starts getting hit back. Assuming Ben can land everything, because you know there's going to be a lot of dirty boxing. He ain't going to just stand there and trade with him. He's going to grab, hold, throw punches, and uh, it's hard. It's I I know Ben can take a beating. I mean, you saw what he took from Robbie Lawler and came back. You know, like and Lawler hits harder than Jake Paul ever dreamed about. So I think, yeah, but, he, uh, but he came back because he put him in a headlock. I don't know. I mean, he, right. Can't put the guy in a headlock this time. But do you think – I mean, no way Jake Paul takes that beating and comes back to do anything. If Robbie Lawler hit him and slammed him like that, Jake Paul would be knocked out. So, we know he's got – I mean, we, 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 we really – we don't know. I mean, we don't know. No, yeah. we know as far as a beating, I think he could take more of a beating. But usually the guy who takes more of a beating isn't the guy that wins the fight. We're just saying he could take more of a beating. <laughs> no, I'm saying he could stay in there. If it gets rough, he'll, he's going to be able to hang in there. If they're exchanging – Kind of like Mark Hunt, you got to hit, hit you. He'll take three to give you one, but his one's going to count. I think uh, I think Ben's going to wear him down and beat the brakes off of him in the second or third round. That's what I think. Well, we're also assuming. The well, ref- we all hope to see that. That's for sure. Well, we're assuming the ref won't stop the fight early, too, and the ref- right. So, well, you know, man, the thing, the reason I didn't, I would have bet a million dollars on uh, Mayweather when he fought Connor. The reason I probably won't bet on this fight is I don't trust. Not that it's Ben or anybody else. When there's that much money involved. If you could lose and make five hundred thousand, or win and make five hundred thousand, or lose and make three million, you know, or whatever, like I, I would not, I would not be shocked that if there's some shenanigans around that fight, like paying somebody to lose, you know, like well, I, yeah, I especially since it's basically stunt fighting. It's not like you know, sanctioned by any organizing organization right. that's overseeing it, you know. Yeah, and it's not going to be, it's not going to count on your legacy or whatever if you got beat up by. I mean, if you could, life, I don't know. Ben's already got money though, so maybe not, but it's a. Uh, I told them when I fought Pujanowski, they hinted around they would pay me to lose. And I said, well, I don't mind throwing a fight, but it's going to have to be like life-changing money. You know, not like uh, – I love one time uh, – Bob Sapp told me one time that they paid him $50,000 to lose a fight. And he said, what they didn't know is I was going to lose anyway. So they just gave me 50 <laughs> oh, grand for oh, nothing. I started oh, cracking up. Like, he told us that too. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. <laughs> That's like his favorite story there. <laughs> he's, he's, he's telling somebody at a bar that story right now. That is so funny. Uh, so I got booked, Greg, at, uh, to do a show at a nudist colony uh, <laughs> next month. But I don't have to be naked. I'm not. I told them I'm not going to be naked. Uh, I knew a comic. Are you gonna? Are you gonna wear? Are you gonna wear a salad leaf, or what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm just gonna wear my clothes. I, first of all, I knew a comic that did a, a nude cruise. He did a show on a cruise, and everyone was nude on the cruise. He said there was, like, one hot girl. The most I was going to say, it sounds gross. And they said that, like, it's, they, t- they turn off the air conditioner, so it just smells like human, like, dirt and sweat <laughs> and stink. But he said he was the comic, and he got a complaint he was too dirty on the show. 
That sounds right. There you go. Uh, the last thing you want is somebody ruining the wholesome nudist craze. Like you don't want, you know. <laughs> he was probably he was probably making fun of them, and they were like, "Shut up! Don't talk yeah. about my folds." Yeah, there was a, dude, one of the funniest cruise stories was a guy who was telling me that, like, you know, because they have these like theme cruises, like they have like a Kiss cruise. Everyone dresses up as Kiss. I actually, yeah, I, I went on that one. That was pretty badass. But it was like, uh, then they had like. And some of the times they, they book the person, but they don't sell out the whole cruise, like for the, the boys to men. So Richard Simmons, they gave him a cruise, right? But he only sold like 300 tickets or something. So the rest of the cruise was just a regular cruise, right? But they didn't tell anyone that, hey, by the way, Richard Simmons has, is on this cruise. So they, my friend said he was eating breakfast in the dining hall. And all of a sudden, Richard Simmons like jumps on the, like, the dining table, starts dancing. And all these fat people start dancing and everyone's looking around going like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, and like no one had known it was Richard Simmons Cruz. Like it's like a family guy episode or something. So it's like, yes. could you imagine? I don't know. Well, listen, I, uh, entertainment is going to start coming back slowly, but I imagine cruises are probably going to take the longest to come oh, back. Dude. So there anyway. are already kind of Petri dishes. And, and now I think people are just, I mean, straight up afraid of them yeah yeah by the way so last so my wife and i we, we actually bought our first house and last night we went, we went there because we went to go I, she forgot like a check there she was leaving for the the the, the termite people right to get they have to you know fumigate the house and everything so while she, I'm, I'm in the car and i'm on instagram and this girl paulina she's a fighter she posts a picture and you could just see her nipples yeah but you know like she's not like doesn't have like huge boobs you know how like girls like mm -hmm. now it's like i guess she has an only fans so I'm like, oh, I'm like zooming in, you know, like on my, on my phone. <laughs> my wife's not in the car, right? Okay. But I didn't realize that she was, she was like looking at the window was open. And she goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, no, I'm just going through my Instagram. She's like, are you zooming on a girl right now? And I was like, uh, uh, yeah, I have to report this. This is, this is, you know, to Instagram. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is not. And then she's like, no, you're not going to report that. I go, well, look, she doesn't have huge boobs. That's why I'm zooming. You know, like I have to. Oh, my God. It <laughs> just kept getting worse. Way to go, Costanza. Yeah, I, all right. So uh, anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. All right. So uh, let's talk about the fights that happened last week before Don Fry figures out there's a podcast because he, I know he, he, he like, didn't watch them. Um, what did you <laughs> like, I think that uh, obviously uh, Leon Edwards, I don't think he did that illegally he, he was winning the fight i don't think people are going to cheat if they're winning kind of but uh, speaking of don but at the same time if you poke a guy uh and they it's a no contest you got to run it back like he's saying he there's a, a title shot next i think they should have a rematch i think that absolutely but he's saying no i'm i was i was beating the guy up enough and i should be next in line for a title shot well, what are your thoughts I think he earned nothing, man, you know? I mean, and that was the thing. It was a bad eye poke. I mean, it wasn't those, one of the ones where you're like, oh, come on. You, I mean, his eye was completely inflamed. It was clear. It looked like it might have even been bleeding or cut a little bit. Like, it was bad. And you don't get a title shot by fucking he, but maybe eye gouging someone and going, ah, yeah, well, I would have beat him. And fuck, no. You, don't, you, you just get a rematch. That's it. Sean? Yeah, I was shocked that he um... – he didn't want to even talk about a rematch or, like, didn't seem sorry, really, for doing it. But uh, the title shot thing was hilarious. Like, if you could get a title shot by sticking your fingers in dudes, Brendan Schaub would have had three last week. 
you know, like, and uh, there it is. Like, right, I, don't, I don't know. Two. Yeah. How that equates, I don't know how that equates to a title <laughs> shot. Like, yeah. And I'm very curious. Why did he not win by disqualification? If the guy last week, uh, Algebraic Sterling won because of an illegal knee and couldn't continue. Why did, why does I poke not the equivalent of an illegal knee? That confuses me. Apparently it was because he, he said he could continue to fight, but then the doctor said that he couldn't. And because the doctor ended it, that's why it became a no contest. Uh, uh. Don Fryer, did you watch the eye poke? Don. <laughs> it sounds like his toast just popped out of the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he may, he may be buttering some toast right now. Yeah, we'll I see. mean, I don't know. I, and so now I guess uh, they're making, we're going to skip ahead a butt. Uh, oh, actually, we'll, we'll, we'll just get more some more of the, of the fights that went on. Uh, so yeah, that was that that was crazy. Um, I thought that uh, uh, there were some other good fights though that that went on. Um, uh, Ryan Spann looked incredible. Yeah, uh, I'm so happy for him because he had won like eight out of nine fights and like or he lost his last one, but it was close. And I was gonna uh, say yeah, he was coming off that loss, so it was great to see him get back in the win column. Um, I thought Michael Cape got robbed. I don't understand how he didn't win, um, but it was against Nikau or something. Nikau's blames – he's blaming the um, – saying that Daniel Cormier influenced everybody. Uh, but I don't know. I, there was two fights that I thought were – Courtney Casey against J.J. Aldrich on the undercard. 39 out of 40 MMA writers had Courtney Casey winning. And then two out of three judges had her losing. That, that's statistically, like, insane. That, that, that doesn't make any sense. And that happened, yeah. like, that happened twice on this card where every single MMA writer, like, had the person winning except for, like, one and two or three judges. Like, there's, I don't understand that at all. McCorkle, talk to me. Sean. Did you freeze? Right. Sean's frozen, too. Uh, all right. Either that or well, you? I'll tell you. Listen, I'll talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> and it just goes to me that just goes to show you that the writers know as little as we do <laughs> you think so all right so sean's gone uh don fry are you with us yeah uh, how are you i'm good partner how are you good 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 oh by the way uh uh so, so there's a guy that hit, that hit me up said he wants to hire you to go teach a seminar shoot guns and drink beers with them in maryland uh, you said you're down. I gave him your email. I just got back. He just got back to me. He said, I emailed Mr. Fry. Haven't heard back from him. Did you receive the message? Oh, hell, I don't know, partner. I haven't been on my email in a couple of days, so let's look. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, somebody wants to pay you to teach a seminar, shoot guns, and drink beer. Maybe check your email? Maybe? Yeah, I guess I'll check it now. Yeah, you damn like you put it in a different format, you know? Shit. Uh, well, how how well, else, how else should I you believe be? he needs to receive it by carrier pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> Don wants it in Morse code. <laughs> if you could t if you could make uh, the uh the message in icing on a cake and the then what? have the cake delivered, that would be I'm sure he sees it. What what format should he reach you, Don? Uh, stripper always works, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna stripper Graham. 
Uh, yeah. All right. So Don receives all his emails via strippergram. That's uh, that's yes. that's got it. Uh, well, that that makes sense. And they gotta they gotta make out the message in the snail trail. So, around the- yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, Don. So Don, basically in the last main event, somebody eye poked the other guy. The guy was winning who who did the eye poke. The guy who got poked was losing. Although he's a very tough guy, he might have come back. They made it into a, uh, a no contest. The guy who who eye poked him says he deserves a title shot. You don't agree with that, right? He deserves a title shot? Yeah, I mean, they got to run it back. Why? Because he didn't really win. It, it, was, it was stopped doing eye poke. But he was beating the guy, correct? He was beating the guy, but he poked the guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, oh boy, not a big deal by accident. But I mean, he was. It, but I mean, he was still pretty early in the fight, Don. I mean, he was barely started in the second. Was it just starting in the second, or was it just about to end in the second? It was like yeah, it was like halfway through the second. Yeah. All right. Well, so that's the guy who was the guy who got the guy doing all the mean stuff. Right. Yeah. I didn't think it was possible for your Wi-Fi to get worse. Uh, (laughs) I was going to say, are you broadcasting from the moon? I mean, where where are you, Don? I'm in my bedroom, partner. All right, can you walk around uh, to somewhere around the house? Because I I can't hear. It's hard at all. Is there any? There was a a couple weeks ago, you had great Wi-Fi. Wherever you were a couple weeks ago, please go there. Please. I don't know where the hell I work. I think Don, do you, what do you think Don Fry's bedroom smells like? I'm going to say, I'm going to say English leather. Yeah, I would say that. All right. So uh, Eric Anders, all right. He was, he got rocked. He was coming back. That's our boy. And then he needed down opponent for the second fucking time. Oh my God, I know. What is it, the guys that are winning fights that do these moves? Like, oh, Oh, I, and of course that was a no contest too. He was he was coming back. He was coming. You back. You know what's funny too is we're I'm watching it and you see it right there, and it's like he, the guy's head is just sitting there like an apple, and ready to, and and you're like and you can see him kind of like and I remember thinking like don't do it, don't do it, Eric, don't do it, and then he fucking did it, and I was like, God damn it, man, you uh, can't. We what we learned nothing in one week. I, Sean, I mean, you think he's just an athlete? He's a college football player. He gets excited. It's excitement. Like it's his birthday. He starts hitting people in the head. No. um, (laughs) I'll tell you what, man. I never poked him by the eye. I never headbutted anybody. I never uh, kneed him by down. I I never punched him by the back of the head. I was – I poked repeatedly, hitting the balls repeatedly, punching the back of the head. Kneed while I was down. I had it all happen to me. So, I had it – I found it hard to believe it was was a mistake. Yeah, that's just when I was going on my first honeymoon. No, it was his honeymoon. That's... <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah. I I found it odd that everyone was doing it to me and I wasn't doing it to anybody else. But they, it was just accidental every time. Like wow, that's like John Jones has accidentally poked almost every opponent he's faced the last ten fights. So well, yeah. now well now they're saying they're going to have curved gloves. That's like well they're trying to make it so that the gloves are curved to make it so you can't fully extend your hand, which. I, I think if, if, if that's out there, why not just try it for like a month and see if it makes a difference? Right, Don? Well, yeah, yeah. Or just uh, complete 
just immediately disqualify anybody who's doing the eye pokes. That'll stop that shit. It'll disqualify yeah. them and, and, or, or cause it a loss, you know. Yeah, make it a loss. Jesus, go stop, you know, and then uh, give them, make them give half the purse to the uh, opponent. You know, that shit will stop, I'll guarantee you, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, another fight. I would say, what about, could you do, like, no extended fingers on an extended arm? That way, I mean, you could still have them out when you're they in close. Know that. Wrestling. They know that. They know how high folks are tossed, okay? But they let them, but mean, they let them do it, though. Well, just like McCorsell said, you know, John Jones is a great fucking fighter. He's a great champion. But he, he's the last 10 guys. He's He's trying to take their eyeballs home as a as a as a souvenir. I mean, come on, tell me he does not know what the hell he's doing. So uh, you're right. You're right. So uh, Ashley Yoder, uh, she fought um, Angela Hill. Angela Hill looked awesome. Um, Ashley Yoder. It bothers me so much when girls go for head and arms over and over again because it's so like a rudimentary move and it almost never works on a higher level. Like it does work sometimes, but it, it, I feel yeah. like it doesn't work way more. I even tell my kids in wrestling, junior high wrestling, don't go for a head and arm unless you absolutely have to. You're down ten to nothing or twelve nothing, and there's thirty seconds left, and you got to throw a hail mary. It's just oh, it's so frustrating, Don. Is it not frustrating for you to, to watch that? Yeah, now Yoder's a good-looking broad, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, so right yeah, now... I like Bird. I like Bird. Like You're going to hit normal with me. Get out, dude. <laughs> All right, so right now, Don, there's a huge debate on the underground. Who wins? A prime Hoist Gracie or prime Don Fry? No time limit, right? There's been 78 responses. Uh, let's get your response right off the bat. Who wins? Prime Don Fry versus time, prime Hoist Gracie, no time limit. Who wins? There's even a fucking debate about this. Come on, this, this <laughs> fucking stupid. All right, I'm a so, fucking debate. Voice crazy had one fucking skill. That was jujitsu. I fought Amari Batesh, who was 150 and one. You know, and several time world champion. He was better than Voice Crazy. And um, the only reason he won, he had that one loss, is because. They started to celebrate and then drinking champagne before the fight. You know, they went out there boogered up. And uh, that's the only reason he lost that one before me. And come on, guys. I had a whole different complete skill set. Place had one. And I proved that to, to be, uh, you know, you know uh, fallible. You know, I mean, it had holes in it, and I proved that. Against right. a great jiu-jitsu fighter. All right, so here's here's some of the – you want me to read you some of the responses or no? Sure, let's hear the, the experts. All right, so <laughs> – all right, he goes, you are correct. The fight might go on all day. So first one, Fry would have brutalized him. Second one, I pity Fry's kidneys. Um, third one, uh, Hackney stayed on the feet and hit Hoist. Fry would have brutalized him standing. Um, Somebody said Fry murdered that BJJ guy early in the UFC, but Hoist was much bitter, bigger than Fry's opponent, I think. If Fry's kidneys didn't give out, Hoist might have a shot. If they fought 10 times, I think Fry wins eight of them. Uh, third one goes, it would have been worse than the Amaro Batetti fight, and Don Fry absolutely throttled him. 
and then somebody says Hoist was six one, Vitetti was a midget. I think Hoist's style was better for no weight classes than Vitetti. Hoist took out Frank Shamrock or took out Ken Shamrock, then went on to a draw with super roided Shamrock. I think either of those Shamrocks would have beaten prime UFC size Fry. So there is that. Did you care to uh, comment on that one? Yeah, uh, shit. Eight, eight out of ten responses were good. Uh, <laughs> that idiot. <laughs> that idiot didn't know his ass for a hole in the ground, man. Hoist <laughs> <laughs> uh, lost that second fight against Ken. Hoist lost. That's all there is to it. You know, Ken hit him once or twice and busted up his face. You know, besides that, it was a snore fest. And uh, and I fucked up fighting Ken because I, you know, took a couple pills before the fight. And if I wouldn't have done that, it would have been a faster fight in my favor. But come on, guys. Now it sounds like uh, Don Fry would have skull-fucked Prime Hoist. Uh, someone said Fry was given a black belt in general because he could hold position and win with 30-second hold-downs. Uh, same with Severn. Severn didn't know what a triangle was when he fought Hoist, and he had a black belt as well. I think he could give Fry zero benefit of understanding submissions before he got into NHB. What do you think about that one? I think that guy's a fucking moron. What? <laughs> Look at my fucking fight. Look at my fucking wins and my fights, okay? Go back there and look at my wins. Look at my fights in the UFC. None of my fights. All right. Uh, Mark Coleman beat the hell out of me. Okay. I, I think you're losing the Wi-Fi right now, but, 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 but I got it. Okay, so. Uh... What's up, people? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Look, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. How cool is that? They got real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. That's right, Bet Online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up yeah that's what i'm talking about so head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit that's right okay bet online your online sports book experts so don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in on the action don't forget to use that promo code clns50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sports book experts. Check them out. Uh, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. I'm, I excuse my friends. Uh, these dumbasses piss me off. Okay, okay. I'm not going to keep going if you're going to be pissed off. I'm not. Okay, I behave. I apologize. No, no, don't apologize. <laughs> I don't care. If you, don't, be, don't be sorry. I just don't want you to be upset. Uh, exactly. We're not trying to piss you off by reading these. We love hearing your true opinions because, you know, these guys, they think they know something. These guys think they know something, and we get to hear it from you, yeah. the man, Don Fry. That's so, what makes it incredible. Somebody said Fry would have yeah. Fry would have mauled him, especially if he kept it standing. Fry kills him. Hoist's prime was before Fry even fought. Hoist successfully was primarily because no one knew anything about BJJ yet. By the time Fry was around, he already had the skills to destroy Freud, uh, Hoist. 
Somebody said, holding rank in judo and knowing illegal wrestling is a far cry from BJJ expertise in 1996. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Run that one by me again, please. <laughs> he goes, somebody <laughs> says, uh, 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 huge Hoist fan back in the day, but Fry had a judo background. He wasn't submitted ever until Yoshida in 2002. That gives him the ability to beat Hoist up. Uh, but Teddy didn't even have the striking and defensive Hoist. And look how little damage Hoist took in all his fights. So Hoist lasts a while while getting worn down with shots. Eventually, Fry takes it from injury, towel. Then somebody says, Fry was given a black belt in judo because he could hold positions. Uh, okay. I think he, oh, I think and we lost him. All right. Are you guys enjoying this part of the podcast? This is actually kind of fun, right? I'm loving it. I, I think you went back too far. You were reading it like two minutes. Like, I was like, I didn't think, I think it's one of that last one. You were uh, like, all right, let me go back six messages. No, it's hard. <laughs> because it's hard because they're on top of each other. They're not, it's like a forum that. that oh, like, okay. So you got to read that. Because yeah. I think it was the very last comment was the one that was driving him nuts. All right. But I love all hearing right. from, the, from the man himself. I mean, we're talking to the man himself. The all legend, right. Don Fry. That's the best part. All right, so, uh, so Greg Fry, uh, so how many here think the same Don Fry that, st that was steamrolled by Mark Coleman and struggled with Gary Goodrich would have tapped out Shamrock in UFC 1? Greg Fry? Absolutely would have tapped them all out. I would have tapped them out in the bathroom before the fight even started. They wouldn't have even been able to make the walk. They'd be so tapped out. <laughs> wow. What would you have done to them in the, in the bathroom? I would have tapped them out. That's what, you know what I mean? Like, okay, essentially, I'm going to pee, and they're going to pee right next to me, and then they would have seen me tap my dick out, and they would be like, I ain't fighting that giant cock motherfucker. That's how I would have beaten them. Pure dick fear. So they would have seen your cock and then tapped immediately? Immediately. They ain't taking this giant cock this motherfucker. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's, that's some cock. Like, holy fuck. That's amazing. Uh, tap him out with my dick. Uh, McCorkle, you're a huge MMA fan, and I would say you're an expert among experts. Uh, <coughs> Hoist, Hoist Gracie versus Don Fry, prime each, no holds uh, barred, no time limit. Who wins? It wouldn't be close, man. Uh, a lot of people don't know Don was a Division One college wrestler, so Hoist doesn't take getting him to the ground if Don doesn't want to go. And them two standing up would be ridiculous. I mean, it would be uh, – Don would uh, beat the brakes off of him standing up. That's not just because I'm a Don Fry fan, though, either uh, – Hoist, I hate to say it, for his time he was great, but he was severely overrated. I mean, he was the ultimate fighting champion, and then 10 years or five years later, he's losing to Matt Hughes at 170. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and badly losing to Matt Hughes, you know? So, um, who was never that I great to begin with? And I think Don made the, the, the exact point at the very beginning of all this, which is Hoist had one skill, you know? And we saw that when he came back to fight Matt Hughes, how that one skill was no longer enough to do anything in the UFC. And Don was a well-rounded fighter. It absolutely would have gone to Don. I think, I think that point was made at the very beginning. That is the most valid point in the argument. I mean, no disrespect to the Gracies at all, but it, it does seem like part of the Gracies really have, like, evolved, like, like the Henzo camp. Oh, absolutely. And other yeah. ones are just like, no, it's BJJ or nothing, you know? And uh, it's like anything else. You just can't just, you can't just be a wrestler. You can't just be a kickboxer. You have to evolve. Uh, otherwise, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just going to pass you. Don, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Apparently, um, the uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu have control over the uh, uh, <laughs> Wi-Fi in the country, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and block me. <laughs> All right, so 
so, so they have a filter set, and the second you mention a Gracie, it just shuts off your yeah. Panda. <laughs> All right. So here, okay. So, so somebody, so somebody saying Fry went his first seven years without being tapped, and that was only one time he tapped to a submission. Besides the possible work with Manawa, uh, he goes. I think the idea that Fry and Sever didn't know submission is just an excuse. They both competed in judo, both got rank, and they never saw a submission at a judo tournament. Yeah, right. They never applied an illegal hold in wrestling. Somebody writes, holding rank in judo and knowing illegal wrestling holds is a far cry from BJJ expertise in 1996. All right, that guy's a, a freaking idiot. Where's the <laughs> jiu-jitsu is a small part of judo, okay? A very small part. They was a groundwork. You know, judo, uh, they, they throw your ass on your head, Yeah, you know, and then they go they do um they go to submit um no they got takedowns they got throws which is a takedown this redundant statement but yeah you know escape but jujitsu is just what they grab you around my neck and then they jump us you know around your waist fuck that's what a girl does in a movie man Come on. I mean, the fact that somebody tactic. says the fact that somebody says you can get a, a black belt in judo because you're gonna take down defense is insane. I mean, that's I mean, they don't just give out black belts in judo to anyone good at in that case, every wrestler in the history of wrestling uh in college would have a black belt in judo because they're gonna take down defense. I mean that's dude, every fat kid in the kids class would be a black belt in judo. Because right. they would just lay on top of the little kids, they'd be like, Wow, they can't get up. Here's your black belt kid. So then it's, so yeah, that's that's that shows how stupid that shows how stupid these people are. So then somebody writes, How many here <laughs> think the same Don Fry that the the steamrolled by Coleman and struggled with Gary Goodrich would have tapped out Kem Chamrock in UFC one or dealt with super rutted Shamrock to a draw. So then somebody writes, Fry didn't struggle with Goodrich at all. He completely dominated him. Shamrock basically laid in Hoist's guard for 30 minutes. He gave Hoist too much respect and just wanted to prove he can keep from being submitted. The small amount of striking he did on the feet brutalized Hoist. Do you agree with that? Yeah, but the thing is, here's the deal. Um, everybody has fallen into this jiu-jitsu bullshit I mean, just get the walk away. That's what I tell people when I do a seminar. I go, uh, look, we go to the ground. Uh, what am I, you know, what do you do from there? I just stand up, walk away, you know? <laughs> and they go, but, but you're, you're not fighting. Well, neither is me, you know? I mean, <laughs> but I'm controlling it by walking away. I'm taking away the ability to fight. I mean, it's, it's stupid because we got sucked into it. And so we stayed there. We laid in, in, in the nonsense guard rather than just get up and walk away and make them fight stand up because they had no takedown. Somebody else says, tough fight. I just can't see Hoyce subbing Fry unless he takes in the very deep waters. Hoist would do much better. Uh, we would definitely take much shots by, by then. He would do much better than uh, Batetti. Using Batetti as an example is crazy. Hoist was 50 times MMA fighter. So it kind of depends on who's having the better night. And this isn't jacked Pride FC Fry. It's UFC 896 uh, Fry. So Hoist had also not lost a fight at the time. 
Um, although I consider his fight with Shamrock kind of a loss. This is a great fight. Not the squash beat down the hoist haters think. I go six out of four, out of, six wins out of ten for Fry. The thoughts? <laughs> well, sure. You know, I mean, I give great, I give hoist, you know, respect. I want to give him six out of ten. But, you know, I, I'm sitting here and I'm beating him down. And, you know, the Gracies did us all a great favor. They came here and they changed you know, the face of martial arts, not just in the United States, but the world over. Yeah, you know, as we all thought, oh, was a stand up with these high karate kicks and all this nonsense. And nobody ever thought about going to the ground and submitting people, you know. And when they did it, they completely changed martial arts for the world and put money in all of our pockets. But it took us, uh, what, uh, Hoist dominated, what, the first four? And then, uh, you know, barely five, maybe. Um, and then I came in at eight and, and changed, changed the sport. You know, I mean, what, that was like uh, half a year later. And that's what Americans do. Americans take something and we improve it. We make it our own. Uh, and uh, that's one way of defining like, it. <laughs> <laughs> like we did this entire country. Uh, somebody exactly. else, uh, somebody we steal it, we make it a little better, and we call it our own. That's what we did. Uh, so somebody writes, Fry wins, but Hoist was durable as fuck. He went 90 minutes with Prime Sakuraba. Also, what about us at rematch first fight with Yoshida? It depends which Fry we're talking about. Is it Pre-Roid's Fry, who weighs 210 pounds, or Roided Up Fry, who weighed like 230? Fry still wins. Uh, comment on that one. Uh, Don, he left? Did he, he leave that one? I think we may have lost him, yeah. You think he got mad or no on that, on that no, one? No, 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 no. It's just, you know, the internet falls in and out. That's all. Oh, okay, all right. He just didn't, I think it's he, amazing he didn't even heard you. I think it's amazing these guys on the underground aren't making a living betting on fights because they're not only saying who would win between two fighters from two different eras, they're saying how many out of ten each guy would win. <laughs> like, if, you, yeah. if you're picking that, you should easily be able to pick who wins the next UFC title fight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> really? How many it's just funny. I bet these guys never in a million years thought the real Don Fry would would hear the comments and directly respond to them. I mean, and, that is the magic of this podcast. And then call them morons too. Yeah, oh, oh, right off the bat, that guy doesn't know shit. They didn't know fucking. They weren't in there. You gotta take a man, bend them in half, make a little cookie out of them. Don't forget, you gotta put it in the little spread of the the Chinese saying. It's a very different game back then. Oh, this, <laughs> you coming? Is he coming back? Fuck. All right, all right. We'll talk about. Uh, all right. So, UFC Dana White announced they're going back to Florida in front of full crowds. Jacksonville, yeah. Florida. Uh, people and they're are, giving them a hell of a lineup too. Yeah, uh, they're, they're going. Uh, they're going. Usman versus Masvidal, which I wish it was Colby versus Usman. I'm not gonna lie. I don't understand why they wouldn't just make that fight. Um, it, but fuck it. I mean, I, I guess Masvidal. They told them show up on short notice, and then you're guaranteed a rematch, even if you lose. I, I think that's what must have happened. Um, but also, I mean, look, also Masvidal's coming off one loss. So who knows? He's not coming off like three or four losses. And he looked great before that. Also, Rose versus yeah. Chang. 
And uh, uh, Don, you're back? Yeah. I don't know what's going on today. I think, uh, I think the Democrats and liberals are blocking me. From <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the liberals are enjoying this just that. Uh, I don't consider myself a liberal. So, so did you hear the last one about what, what, which fry they're talking about? Oh, what? All right. They go, it depends which fry we're talking about. Is it pre-steroids fry who weighed 210 or roided up Don Fry where he weighed like 230? Uh, I still think fry wins. So, so, which, <laughs> so which fry? So what's the purpose of that comment if I win? <laughs> Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like either way he wins, then who fucking cares? And then it's Don Fry or or bigger Don Fry. Either wins. Uh, (laughs) Which one we're talking about? Either one would win. Yeah. Right. And and they give me proof I was on steroids. Yeah. Right. When I first walked into the cage, I I was a fireman. My days off, I was shoeing horses. I was working seven days a week. Then I was going to judo and uh, and running and all that stuff. So, yeah, my weight was way down. You try shooting horses in the Arizona sun, asshole. Let's see what you keep on for weight. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's no proof that Don Fry was on steroids. You heard it here first, motherfuckers. All right. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad you addressed that because I thought that was awfully presumptuous for them to think that over the course of your fighting career, you couldn't just put on 20 pounds of muscle based on differences in nutrition, how much you're fighting, how much you're not fighting. I, I think that that's, that's very asshole assumptive of them to just say that that's what it was. Exactly. Fuck that. Well, okay. you know, here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. There's a difference between amateur um, and my pro and pro. I went, I, I went from having two jobs and training to just training, yeah, you know, because I made that right. money to where that was my job. I was a pro. You're not a pro if you have a job that's sustaining your life and then you're working out on top of that to fight. You're a pro if all you do is train to fight, you know. You, yeah. If that job gives you money, you know. So I mean, are, are you, a you know, it's the same. Are you, are you a professional comedian if, if you're working in Plymouth Burgers and then, you know, and to uh, uh, open mics? Are you a pro comedian? No, you're not a pro comedian. So somebody that, said, that's exactly what I was going to say is that in comedy, it's the same thing. Initially you have to have your day jobs and then you're doing the shows. Then you start getting paid and you get a little bit of money and then it becomes your full-time job. And then yes, you are, then you are a professional full-time comedian. So it's very much the same absolutely. way. Only the weight difference. It, it, we gain weight the same way, but it's not from muscle. So, <laughs> so somebody you know said, Somebody said, <laughs> somebody said chemo gave Hoyce all he could handle. Fry would maul him. Um, uh, and then somebody goes, uh, uh, Fry uh, would, would, would beat him uh, between 8 and 12 minutes. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. So, so he said, uh, with all due respect to Fry, I think Hoyce wins. The longer the match goes, Fry finds himself in way too deep. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, that was that was the whole theory behind um, Greek Jiu-Jitsu. The smaller guy, 
could win by outweighing the big guy. You right. know? Okay, so you're outweighting me in the bar or on the street. You know, so I'm like, one of my buddies will come and kick you in the head. Or we're both going to go to jail, and then I'll finish the fight in jail. <laughs> Somebody said, in their prime, where's I the, take Don. Where's the fucking, where's the logical tactics to, I, I'll hold you down for 30 minutes, you know, and, and then and then choke you out of our bar. Because I think Don would prepare for a two-hour potential fight and sprawl and brawl. Hoist made crazy endurance, uh, but Hoist succumbed to Sakuraba under similar rules. Oh, he's gone again. All right. Uh, so. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me ask you, which was the fight still to be the greatest exchange in all of MMA history was the one with Don Fry and the big Asian dude Akiyama. where they're just punching each other in the that face. Was, Takiyama. Yes, Takiyama. That one. To me, in my mind, that will always be the Best. single greatest first minute of any fight ever. Ever, 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 ever. All right. So let's talk about uh, so that, that thing in, in Jacksonville. It's, uh, it's Rose versus Zhang, Shevchenko versus Andrade, Usman versus Masvidal. You're right. And it's the first live. Unbelievable card. Great card. Uh, I'm picking right now. I'm picking Usman. I'm, I'm picking Zhang over Rose as much as I, I, I want Rose to win. And Shevchenko, I think, is going to be too slick for Andrade. Seems like Andrade does really well against everybody except for the best couple people. Like, like people at that highest level, the Joanna Yunjunchaks or um, the other girl. That, uh, it just seems like she just has trouble with somebody who's like super technical. And I think Shevchenko knows that. Um, th uh, thoughts on this, uh, McCorkle? Uh, I agree with you, except I think Rose will win. Uh, not even though she's necessarily the better fighter. She just, uh, I don't know, man. She's, she pulls out some stuff sometimes just crazy, like wins, uh, I think, fights she shouldn't win. But uh, I don't understand for the life of me, the Masvidal, uh, Usman, too. Like, it's going to look just like the first one. Uh, like, it, Usman's going to wrestle fucking till the, you know, uh, through five rounds. Colby's a much better fight, much more interesting fight. If I had to guess, and I don't know how much UFC lets you pick and choose, but I know Usman would rather fight George, as the underground would say, eight out of ten times. Um, like he's rather <laughs> fight him, um, you know, because it's uh, he can just wrestle and he cannot wrestle Colby. So uh, it's it's a weird. Uh, I mean, I know Masvidal's going to sell a lot of pay per views, and maybe that's what they want to do, go big with that. But uh, I, see, I, I think the opposite. I think because it, I think Colby and Florida equals more pay per views. To yeah. My opinion. Colby and Masvidal even, man. I would love to see that one. I thought that was going to happen. So. You think maybe that, like, they want to do the ultimate fighter and they're going to have Colby versus the winner of that fight as the coaches? And they could. That would be, that'd be a great idea. If they do it, that'd be great. Um, they might yeah, do that. So, uh, Don, you're back. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, partner. It's all right, man. It's all good. Listen, I'm, I'm happy that you're able. This has been a lot of fun going over whether or not you would beat a, a prime Hoist Gracie. And, uh, and I was saying, I was saying, Don, uh, you know, to me, the, the, the first minute, of, the only minute, or well, I guess the first minute of the fight between you and Takayama, where you guys just punched each other in the face for 30 seconds, yeah. 45 seconds, that to me is still the greatest first minute of any fight in MMA history. It will always be the greatest. I don't know if you could ever do better. So, and then somebody writes, how does, a, how does a young in-prime hoist beat Fry? He's not going to outstrike him on the feet. He's not going to take him down. He's not going to tie him up in the guard and control him. He's not going to wear him down. The fight will go where Don wanted to go. There's nothing personal here, in my opinion. 
And then someone goes the same way he beat uh, Severn, uh, way for him to be tired and make mistakes. And then somebody writes, Severn was a better wrestler than Fry, but Fry is good enough to keep the fight down, uh, get the fight down anytime he wanted. Fry's a much better striker, has better movement. He can make Hoist pay for his bull rushing clinches. Fry had better ground strikes and better uh, would be headbutting Hoist too. I think the Hoist has going for him is his gi. Hoist could be half dead and still gi choke you unless you train the gi extensively to, hard, to avoid Hoist sneaky attacks. If Hoist side uh, uh, Fry did guess, uh, so then that's that. What are your thoughts on, on that one? Well, that was, that was semi-intelligent. You know, <laughs> well, there you but, go. Hey, but the thing is, is Dan took Hoist down because Dan had no stand-up skill. I had stand-up skill. There's wow. absolutely no way Hoist to take me down. Yeah, also, what if I decide just to stand up and fight and, and that bugs his ears? You know, there's, he, he had no stand-up game and there's no way he could take me down because I mean, what's he going to do? Like I said, he's going to jump on me and wrap his legs around me like we on a date. Well, you know, I didn't find that attractive to go down the mat with him. Yeah. All right. How is he going to beat me? Right. right. I, I agree with you. And somebody, I totally agree with you. How is he going to beat you? You have too many weapons. Uh, uh, before, what's the name said, um, Greg Fry said he would look at your cock and then tap out immediately. Uh, I'm not sure if that's what would have happened. But, <laughs> so that was. So. Hey, baby, I'm hung like a field mouse. Yeah, you know, oh, shit, it was it, it, it hypnotizing. Like, you know, if if I was to fight Hoist in a jujitsu match, he'd destroy me in 30 seconds. Maybe not 30, but I mean, you know, jujitsu's his skill. Fighting yeah. blind, there's a difference. I think he would beat you in Wi-Fi too. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Get you set up with that uh, that Elon Musk. So let's, let's talk about the fights this weekend. Uh, we got Derek Brunson uh, versus Kevin Holland. Um, by the way, I watched Holland spar over. Um, when I was at Syndicate, he talked shit the entire time. He was, he was like, he doesn't just talk shit in his fights. He is talking the entire time to whoever he's sparring with. Clowning the person, doing funny moves, spinning shit. Like, that's how he trains. That's how he gets in the zone. Um, uh, good or bad. Well, that's I mean, smart. That's smart. You train how you fight. I mean, that's why I tell everybody, you know, you should have your goddamn mouthpiece in when you're lifting weights, when you're jogging, when you're working the bag, obviously, you know, air, you know, you're doing push-ups, sit-ups, get used to your damn mouthpiece. So you have to train the way you're going to fight. And if you're talking shit in the fight, well, then you talk shit. I mean, it's just like uh, practicing your, your joke set, right? I mean, yeah. you just don't go out there without trying it, crying right. and you practice it. Exactly. That's why I drink during the day. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, McCorkle, did anybody ever talk shit to you during your fights? Uh, no, I had a guy one time, I picked a guy up and slammed him and he told me, he said, man, you're really strong, which threw me completely off. Uh, cause I, I assumed he was being serious cause I slammed him, but uh, no, I normally didn't talk, uh, 
too much. I talk a lot before, but during the fight, it's an odd thing if someone uh, starts talking to you. You know, it's really weird. I did when I fought in uh, El Paso, Texas. Somehow they made me the main event of some show that Don was commentating um, in Texas. They sold like 12,000 <laughs> tickets with me as the main event against some guy no one had ever heard oh. of. And uh, so I heard Don talking shit about me while I was fighting, which like killed my, like, <laughs> I could actually hear him. He's like, McCorkle looks like he's about done. Meanwhile, I'm murdering this guy. Like, I, I'm absolutely killing him. He's like, man, McCorkle looks tired. I'm like, I am tired, dude. Like, if Don can see it, everybody must be able to see it. And I end up losing. So I blame Don for that. Eight wow. out of ten times I would have won that fight if Don wasn't <laughs> mad me uh, during the uh, fight. But, yeah, it's uh, yeah, he was he was saying stuff like, man, McCorkle looks like he's about done. Like, I heard him say it. I looked over like, dang, Don, you're my hero. But uh, now, well, I, I had your your name and the other guy's name mixed up, you know. Right. So. <laughs> we were both unknown at the time. So. Don, did anybody ever talk shit to you while you were fighting him? No, but Gary Goodridge, you know, started talking to me, and like Sean said, so strong. He's like, "Damn, you're strong," <laughs> you know. Shit, you hit a hard. I'm like, "All this," and I'm like, "Well, not hard enough, obviously." You know, you're still standing there. <laughs> but, yeah, it just it throws you off, especially when they compliment you. I mean, talking shit, I can understand. Well, then that said, fucking first first two fights against um, that idiot Mark Hall. Uh, the first fight he was in, uh, I said, man, you need to quit. No, no. And his corner is telling him something. He's telling them, shut up. You know, and I'm like, man, you need to quit it. You got nothing, you know, you're doing nothing. No, I, I'm not going to quit, you know. All right. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, so, so I'll just... what, though. In, in this fight, I like Derek Brunson. Everyone's going to pick Kevin Holland. I know he's going to be the favorite. Uh, he's on a huge winning streak. But I, I think Derek has, like, seem to really come into his role of like the spoiler and he doesn't, and as he doesn't want to be the gatekeeper and they keep putting him as the gatekeeper. And I really think yeah. like sending these people back down. And uh, so I, I don't know. I think Derek, he looked great in his last fight against uh, the last couple fights. So I like Brunson in this one. You, Greg. I, you know what? For me, it's a toss up. I, I think these guys, this is a great fight, and I think they're pretty evenly matched, and I can see it going either way. So I don't know. It's a coin flip for me. Uh, Sean, are you back, McCorkle? No. All right, Don, who do you, who do you like in, in this fight? Brunson or Holland? I have no idea. I don't know either one of them. I'm, I'm still thinking about that cute blonde chick Yoda. You know, shit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yoda. Uh, also in this card, Gregor Gillespie, who's a national champion wrestler, who beat Vince Bichelle, who was on a tear until he ran into Kevin Lee's shin. Remember, that fight was like Kevin Lee kicked him in the head, knocked him out for like eight minutes. Dude hasn't fought in like two years. But they got him up against a guy, Brad Riddell, who's won six in a row, but he's from New Zealand, and they're not known for their wrestling, uh, people from New Zealand. So, I think Gillespie is going to just take him down and grind it out in this one. Uh, McCorkle? Uh, I lost you guys. Last thing I heard is people from New Zealand aren't good wrestlers. So, who's fighting? I didn't uh, uh, Gregor Gillespie, national champion. Who's the one who fought Kevin Lee? Knocked him out cold. Uh, he's fighting this guy, Brad Riddell, who won six in a row from New Zealand. 
Uh, I'll go with the guy not from New Zealand. <laughs> well, what, what, about, what about Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland? Man, a lot of them guys uh, look the same to me, and I don't mean uh, black guys. I mean people at like 185. Um, so I can't really remember. Uh, Thank you for that very important clarification. I get Brunson mixed up with uh, like four other guys. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'd say Brunson has more name recognition, so I'd go with him. All right, these are incredible picks uh, so far. Um, <laughs> well, honestly, this is a, a lineup of who's who. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I mean, I mean, we're on the second fight, Gillespie versus Rodellis. I don't know who the fuck these dudes are. You know, we don't, we don't I mean, I know Tommy Tuivasa. I like him, but I mean, there's a lot of names here that I don't fucking recognize. Max Griffin, I like that guy, but they're not fighting each other. So there's, I'm in the same boat. Uh, Macy Chase. I'll take, I'll take Peter Griffin. Uh, Max, <laughs> uh, I like Max. He'll hold him down for for three minutes. Marion Renault, yeah. like Marion Renault, who's like the Belizean, the hot Belizean girl. She uh, she was a school teacher. She got uh, whatever. I think she got COVID or one of her got COVID. She's fighting Macy Chasen. She's the girl who won the Ultimate Fighter, uh, who hits like a fucking like a brick. That should be a good fight. Grant Dawson, who's like fifteen and one, is fighting Leonardo De Santos. Uh, Santos. Hasn't lost since 2009. He's 18 and three. Uh, that should also be a great fight. There's, there's going to be a lot of bangers on this card that people don't know. I know them because I'm friends with them and had them on the podcast. But uh, but yeah, but this is going to be one of those cards. I guarantee it's going to be like amazing fights, and people are going to be happy they tuned in versus those cards that everyone knows who they are, and the fights just suck. They all end in like eye pokes or fucking downed opponents or some other. Yeah, stuff. this is you sell the sell the event, man. You should be uh, getting paid by the UFC to, for marketing. You know that? Well, uh, I mean, these guys are. That's actually a good card. I'll, I'll, I'll say it when I'm when the card isn't that great. But this is actually a good, actually good. Also, this week, Sean, your buddy Pujanowski is fighting this week. Is he? I had no idea. Is he fighting? Is he fighting in Bellator? Is that why I haven't heard about it? No, he, no, Bellator. I don't even know what he's doing. He's fighting in, in a KSW. <laughs> uh, yeah, your boy Pujanowski's fighting. How old's that guy now? He's got to be like 50, right? Uh, I think he's my age, so he's got to be 44, I think. I think we're almost exactly the same age. So. Wow, wow. I mean, he doesn't have that. He looks younger than me because he's had far more HGH than I've had over the period of years. But um, I think that's what's keeping him young. But uh, I know a comedian. Let's talk, about, let's talk about the fight, though, that I think everybody wants to see. McCorkle Schwab. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please. Let's, let's but, talk about it because – you know, uh, is this something that we can make happen? I mean, you do, Adam, have a great relationship with the UFC, as well as and all Sean. these other fighting organizations. And uh, I think we have a real uh, hot one on our hands here. Well, I know the UFC would not want to make Brandon Schaub any money. Uh, uh, it's the personal shit that went on between Dana and Chow that was not very good. Um, for, uh, so, I, but I What's do think... Big call? How come we don't have that fight? I mean, come on, if they keep saying this is an animal sport, blah, 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 human cockfighting, blah, blah, blah. Well, let's do winner take all. You know that? Wait, what? What are you talking about? In every fight? fight? No, just this fight. You know, I mean, just to try something different. Oh, McCorkle versus Shaw, winner take all. Yeah. I, I, I always do that. 
But uh, I'm telling you, I, I think a lot of organizations would go, would go for it. I know definitely we had Sean Merriman on. Merriman wants to fight Shaquille O'Neal. I think he would do this in a heartbeat. Uh, but, but, but you said, McCorkle, you come out of retirement for this fight, right? I would, man, if I get to punch Shab in the face at least once, I win either way. So I don't care about a purse. Um, but yeah, no, I would absolutely fight Shab, bad back and all, and I would beat him. But I mean, but you haven't, like, you haven't worked out in like how many years? Uh, I don't know. I may have Ever. trained him probably, yeah, since I started. No, uh, <laughs> I, haven't, uh, I haven't trained him probably six years. Uh, you give me three months, I could beat Shab. I could beat Shab anyway, but I would beat him easily. Wow, 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 wow. I mean, well, I you believe, heard it here first, right here. I believe you, but that's, a, but that's a hard, I mean, he's, but you haven't worked out in six years, so what would you do? How do you get He hasn't told a good joke in six years, but he's still doing stand-up, so I guess we're both coming from the same place. So. Yeah, and I'd say, Adam, would you challenge Joe Rogan to a comedy face-off? Oh, a comedy face-off, 100%, uh, but that's it. Uh, that or a wrestling match. Anything other than, anything other than that, nothing. No, I don't want to do what about stool humping? Do you think you could take him and humping a stool? <laughs> I've seen Joe do some crazy stool humping. Uh, Joe, Joe, Rogan, <laughs> Joe Rogan, people like shit on his comedy. They're like, oh, he happens to be a great comic. Like, he is a hilarious comic. And nothing but, nothing but props to Rogan. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, I don't, I don't see where I could beat him other than wrestling. Other than straight folk-style wrestling, maybe. No, uh, I think you have to make it a comedy match. Your stand-up versus his stand-up. You guys would be the opening match. We would decide it by but audience he, applause. He takes a lot longer, though. Like, I think I would do better in a shorter set. I mean, his Well, like, we would make it. There would, there would be a time. Like, him and, like, him and a five-minute set or a ten-minute set or something like that. Like, him and Chappelle are amazing, but they also have, like, the, uh, I mean, they've earned it. They do, like, hour sets, you know? Like, they, right. have a lot, they have a lot longer to tell jokes, you know? I just think, yeah, but I mean, let's, okay, so we just get together, decide on a time. Because if, if you're going to do a hates, versus thing. He also, he hates Brendan Job. I don't hate Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's a friend. I know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> at this point, it's a podcast versus podcast thing. And so, I think, you, I think so we just make it. Who are you going to challenge? I don't know. Who's like Ari Shafir? I don't know. Oh, fuck yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Ari. I just wonder if either one of you guys would challenge Brendan Schaub in stand-up comedy. Oh, boy. Okay, okay, but I mean, I we want to see you fight Brendan Shaw. And then we'll take <laughs> on the we'll do the comedy match, and it'll be like that. Um, I'm in. Adam, you take on Joe Rogan. I'll take on Ari Shafir, and uh, and you will fight. And the, the big main I would, event I would, will I would, be Corkle versus uh, Shaw I would, uh, I in a fight. I would 100 clout chase Rogan. Uh, any any. <laughs> Give me any of those followers. Fuck it. Like, there's, there's not like a lose there, you know? Uh, so, Don. Um, yeah. So the guy who hired me, the guy wants to hire you. He's going to fly you out to Maryland to shoot guns and hang out with you. He's bringing in Hoist Gracie. Maybe you guys can do the fight then. Uh, what are you going to – how are you as far as seminar teaching? You can still teach moves, right? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Just, you know, I, I don't do the, the Bruce Lee Kung Fu – you know, uh, jump over the stoop and the kit, the kit, you know, but, uh, it, it, but I can still teach, uh, fighting. Yeah. 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 100%. 100%. I, I see you as like that guy. I can see you like, like dodgeball, the rip torn part as like the guy throwing the wrenches. <laughs> yeah. 
I can see Don Fry sitting in a wheelchair, like throwing wrenches at people as you're doing <laughs> MMA. Like, doing it wrong. <laughs> you fucking just. You really, you know what this is going to turn into? This is going to turn into Don Fry and and uh, McCorkle doing comedy matches against <laughs> against Shaw and, so, and somebody else, and then you and I are going to wind up in fights against like, the other guys, and it's going to be a horror show. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Um, and yeah, by the way, so, I would like to, to, to note, I, I, I respect Ari Shafir, and I think he's a very good comic. Yeah, well, I, I'm not even sure he's like allowed to even, uh, he, where's he been since the whole Kobe thing? Remember that? that was I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. If I mean, he was guy, just the only one I was thinking of that's a comedian that's in that sphere. I guess there's also, uh, and again, an old friend of ours, Luis J. Gomez, is in that realm. And uh, Well, I think Gomez uh, is fighting Ellis. Gomez is fighting Jason Ellis. Oh, that's right. They're going to do an actual fight fight, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's put this on that card. Let's put the McCorkle shop fight on the same card. No, that, <laughs> they got to make money. McCorkle's got to make money for this. Uh, <laughs> I think it would make money. Oh, totally! It would make money, hundred uh, percent. You you have to get Mitrione to fucking come train you. Yeah, who? Matt Mitrione. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't train with Matt when when we were in the UFC. I couldn't get him to train with me, so it wouldn't matter. I'd probably uh, hire uh, Bob Sapp for his pharmaceutical knowledge and probably get a start there. <laughs> my he could be my personal steroid coach, Amber Pujanowski, and. Uh, we could go from there. But, didn't, uh, Matt, didn't Mitrione fly you out to Vegas to train and then not pick you up any day? Yeah, week? except he didn't pay for the flight. My, Matt's like, hey, man, if you fly out to Vegas, train with me for a week. I got a place for you to stay. You know, I'll pay for your flight, pay for everything. I get out there. I didn't see him one time for the six days I was in Las Vegas. Like, he just <laughs> ghosted me. I was out there doing nothing for six days. Like, calling him every morning, like, dude, like, leave a voicemail. Are you coming to get me? Are we training? He would text me. Later on the afternoon, my bad, man, we'll do it tomorrow. I was there six days, did not see him once, and flew back to Indianapolis, and never got my money for the flight. So, Mitrione. That guy's a waste of flesh. He's a fucking waste. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh. His name sounds like a real bad lounge act, you know? Man, Mitrione. The piano lounge singer. <laughs> so, so Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley is now the WWE champion. He said he he wants to wrestle Brock Lesnar or fight Brock Lesnar. Uh, in a fight, in a fight, Brock kills him, right? Yeah, absolutely. I would sure think so. Wrestling match too. Yes. Yeah, I mean, eight out of ten times, Brock takes that. <laughs> That's my opinion. I mean, is there any chance of him, uh, of uh, Lesnar winning? I mean, of uh, Lashley winning that fight? No, right? Two out of ten, yeah. It's just like, um, like <laughs> <laughs> like Matthew Gilmers. I'm, I'm sorry, Sean Cordell said. So you know that uh, <laughs> technically known as twenty percent. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> So yeah, that that was one of the funniest things though. I can't believe people are still talking about Don Fry versus uh like, like it's 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 like five pages long. There's like there's like ninety eight comments of people uh, arguing who would win uh, a, a prime versus uh yeah he goes Fry and Shamrock had a pretty even fight and even the best comment opponent uh component I'm not sure who would win I have to favor Fry but no time limit would have made it tougher. Does no time limit make it tougher for you, Don? No, not at all. I never got gas in any of my fights. 
time, even when I was on the pills. The only time I did is when I was with Drew. Draws once. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those damn pills. Those pills will get you, man. They, they, they hook you. Get the claws yeah, in you fast. So, yeah, they cost. They cost me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> we can laugh about it now. <laughs> Somebody said the gee adds another dimension where even a gas horse could pull off an Ezekiel uh, choke on Don Fry. Would that happen? No, Don Fry's not dumb enough to stick his neck there for it. Come on, people. I mean, the reason Hoyt dominated uh, the first uh, three or first two, actually, um, you, you know, is nobody knew what the hell was going on. What was, yep. what was uh, being delivered to him at once? Yeah. So, and then somebody says Hoist might have lost against Chemo if it wasn't for Chemo's ponytail. So he used the ponytail to win. And Don didn't have a ponytail. Right, right. Well, that's... Hey, Don knew how to fuck, you know. Um, <laughs> Chemo. That's the other part. That's the other thing. <laughs> yeah, Chemo was a bull in a china shop. Uh, yeah. I like Chemo, but, you know, he had no skill. He just had super fucking strength, you know. Uh, but yeah. Somebody said, somebody said if Hoist got, got steamrolled by Matt Hughes, then why would you think he could beat a larger version of Matt Hughes? Were you a larger you version know, of Matt? Hughes? Matt didn't have my skill set either, you dumb fuck. That's why. <laughs> 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 that guy picked Don to win, and he's still a dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <awesome>. man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, I think that's our podcast today. Uh, Greg, what do you have coming up? Guys, the, the kid is back. Come back on these streets. I'm going to be coming out to the El Paso comic strip May 25th through the 28th. And then April 2-3, I will be at the Stir Crazy Comedy Club in Phoenix. And then April 5th through uh, 11th, I will be at the L.A. Comedy Club at the Strat in Las Vegas. Uh, McCorkle? Exactly the same as Greg on all points. That's my weekend and uh, there's no weekend. <laughs> Except for the comedy and the trend. Uh, Don, Fry. <laughs> Don Fry, what do you got? Yeah, me me too. I'm following you, and I'm following Greg around. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna echo you all, you know, for the for the rest of the year. <laughs> let me tell talking? you something. Let me, let me tell you something, Don. If you show up at my show, I'm putting you on stage on a stool and handing you a mic and letting you do commentary <laughs> through the whole fucking thing. Good. You think I'm uh, wasting prime, Don Fry? Not a no. chance. Dude, the, the fact that Don's like got mad that someone picked him. He goes, Matt didn't have my skill either, you dumb fuck. <laughs> that, was, that might be the funniest. I, I didn't expect that at all. That was the funniest response. But you got angry that someone called you a better version of, of, of a guy. Like, that, like um, all right. It well, wasn't enough. This Saturday night, if you want to watch me, I'm at Flappers Comedy Club. I got 10 tickets that I can give if you want to come live or you can watch it virtually. Uh, just go to uh, just go to my Instagram and I'll have the link. 
I'm at the House of Comedy in Phoenix, March 25th to 28th. The Comedy Catch in Chattanooga, Tennessee, April 2nd and 3rd. The, Al the Casino Inn in Alpine, California, April 9th. See, I'm, at, uh, I'm at the Boca Black Box in Boca Raton, Florida, April 23rd and 24th. And I'm doing the Sea Legs at the Beach uh, in Orange County with Jamie Kennedy, April 30th. And then uh, May 7th and 8th, I'm at the OB Fuck House in San Diego. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> what? Is but that that's really not to do comedy. That's not to do comedy. Right. <laughs> that's just to get it. That's just to you know get in trouble with the wife. By the way, also this Sunday, Adam and I yes. will be doing a benefit show on Zoom, so anyone from anywhere can watch it. It's uh for the Animal Tracks Animal Rescue that's just north of of Los Angeles here in California. So if you want, and then we'll just be taking donations throughout the show. So if you want to R. SVP for that show, just go to my Instagram. It's in my bio, Greg Romero Wilson. And that's this Sunday at 8.30. Both Adam and I are on that show. Well, listen, Don, thank you for being such a good sport about that thing. Because I know some people said some shit about you and like you handled it with great class. And so thank you. Thank you, Don. <laughs> that's okay. I don't remember any of it already. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys, uh, I love you guys. Take care. Have a good week. Take care. Good luck.